Good morning, everyone. This is Andrew Petrie. I'm a partner at Simmons and Simmons uh, Energy, Natural Resources and Infrastructure team. Uh, this podcast uh, is part of a series that we're recording in connection with uh, the clean energy tool, which um, we, we have online and in preparation for COP26, uh, which is going to take place in Glasgow in November this year. Uh, this episode, we're looking at Poland, and with me here today is Rafael Hajduk, who is partner at the leading Polish law firm DZP and head of their energy team. Good morning. Good morning, Kanju. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, well, let's start from the beginning. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Poland's commitment to net zero and emissions reduction targets? Uh, well, Poland uh, recently has become very uh, renewables friendly, although maybe it, 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 this was, it wasn't our reputation in the past, but uh, that has certainly changed over the past couple of years. Uh, first of all, Poland has eventually supported the EU uh, CO2 neutrality target um, uh, of CO2 neutrality by 2050. Uh, the Polish government uh, finally supported this target in May 21. That was followed by um, uh, uh, Polish state-owned utilities uh, uh, publishing their own strategies um, with their own neutrality targets by the same um, by the same time. Also, Poland is implementing uh, a final restructuring, or should I say, maybe the commissioning program regarding Polish coal mining, uh, which is supposed to be, according to the program, to be shut down completely by 2049. But most people believe that it would happen much, much faster in reality. And also the most recent development, uh, which um, uh, our listeners may find interesting, is um, a target of developing at least 10.9 gigawatt of offshore wind farms in the Polish Baltic. Okay, that sounds excellent. And you know, your firm is has been heavily engaged in this this area. Uh, uh, yes, very very much so. Um, we've been advising um, uh, on uh, in the, on different aspects of renewable projects since they really came to Poland in 2004 four or five with the first wind energy projects and since then we've been involved in um, acquisitions, development, financing of wind, PV, also uh, the, the nascent offshore uh, Polish industry. So are those the technologies that dominate um, the, the sector in your country? Well, yeah, yes, actually, yes. I mean, it, 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 at the beginning, it was um, almost uniquely onshore wind. I would say that um, uh, the Polish new renewables market until 2016 was definitely dominated by by onshore wind. There was a little bit of biomass, a little bit of small biogas projects, but the main thing was, was wind. Uh, uh, currently, we have around seven gigawatts of onshore wind projects uh, connected to the grid. Uh, however, the new development, especially over the last three two years, was a very quick uh, development of PV, and PV is very quickly catching up with onshore wind. Uh, currently, we have um, uh, five. Uh, gigawatts, a little bit more than five gigawatts of PV connected to the Polish grid, and that really happened over the last four years. So you can see that really the, there was a boom in PV during the last uh, the last few years. Okay, that's interesting. And what about the route to market? I mean, the subsidy regime, or what about corporate PPAs? How, how's how's that shaping up? 
Uh, right now, it's mainly CFD-like mechanism awarded in auctions. Um, uh, historically, the first support regime were green certificates, a system very similar to uh, UK Rock. Uh, that was that was in place until 2016. 2016, um, uh, it was replaced by, as I said, CFD-like mechanism or the new auctions. I say CFD-like mechanism because we don't have a signed contract. The entire mechanism is based directly on regulations, but the mechanics are very similar to what you know as CFD um, in 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 the UK. So there is a, a strike price and. Depending on whether the strike price is above or below the market price, there is a payment done from a state agency to the project or vice versa. Uh, and those, uh, this support is awarded for 15 years. It is awarded through auctions. Uh, auctions are usually um, uh, organized for each of the technology baskets once, uh, once, once a year. There is a lot of talk about PPAs uh, and um, especially the end users, industrial ones or la large users of electricity are very much interested in, in PPAs. But for the developers, it still is uh, a kind of a scenario B uh, compared to, 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 to the CFDs. So uh, the developers um, uh, definitely prefer CFDs. That's why we still see relatively few uh, PPAs, um, uh, PPAs being signed. And um, uh, my uh, forecast is that PPAs will really take off when the, uh, the CFDs become less available in the future. And you don't know when that will be. They're, they're still planned on an annual basis. Um, well, um, uh, during the, during the uh, according to the um, legislation that was in place until, well, it's still in place actually. Uh, the the last auctions should be held this year, okay. but we are in the process of um, uh, of uh, the government is in the process of legislating an extension to the auction system by another six years under twenty seven. Actually. Uh, uh, the law was finally passed by the by the Polish Parliament yesterday, so it will now be signed by the President and promulgated. So we can today you can say the system will be extended by another six years, which, in my opinion, will affect uh, the PPA market. It does not. I don't believe it will entirely exclude PPAs, but um, uh, but it will limit to a large extent the use of. of because those developers who can secure CFDs auctions will use it as a as a, as a, as, a, as, a, as a preferred option for market. That all sounds quite encouraging, given this this extension of support. But where do you see the headwinds? What are, what are the obstacles that's going to face renewable deployment going forward? There, 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 are, there are a few. Uh, uh, maybe. Starting with the onshore wind, and also one of the reasons why the onshore wind sort of slowed down uh, recently, and why PV was catching up, uh, uh, has been catching up so quickly, is that back in 2016, uh, uh, the government introduced some planning or permitting restrictions on new, on new onshore wind development. So uh, there is a so-called so minimum distance. Uh, a law which basically says that you cannot you cannot get a new permit for onshore uh, onshore wind for wind turbines if they would be located closer than ten times the total height of um, of the turbine 
from residential buildings and some other types of protected buildings or protected areas, which in the Polish context means that it is almost impossible to find in Poland a site where uh, which would be compliant with with, with with this rule. So currently, it is not really it is not really um, uh, uh, possible to get new permits for wind. Although the government um, uh, has been uh, talking about um, uh, maybe at least relaxing those those, those rules, the other the other the other limitation, and that would affect any any uh, any type of, of power generation, is um, uh, uh, the ability of the grid to absorb uh, new connections. The, the grid operators ha have been saying for some time that they have concerns about how much new intermittent power generation that would be able to uh, absorb into the system without a very substantial upgrade and extension of the existing grid. Okay. So, I mean, you've mentioned that the the um, auction um, timeline is going to be extended and, and that the legislation is in place, but are there any other um, legislative initiatives or, or updates that you see coming down the line that might be influential? Um, uh, one thing which I also uh, mentioned to some extent uh, is a possible uh, uh, lifting of restrictions on 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 permitting for new onshore wind. Um, uh, even if uh, that was that has been announced by the government as its plan for quite some time, even if the 10H rule is not entirely lifted, is not entirely abolished. Then, what is uh, possible uh, 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 new uh, regulation is that the local municipalities would be given more power in deciding whether to apply this minimum distance uh, in their area or not, or to set a minimum distance which would be uh, lower than the 10H um, uh, uh, defined in the primary legislation. Another very, uh, 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 very prominent uh, legislative development, I mean, that's, that's something that um, is already in place since uh, the beginning of the year, is a new uh, dedicated legislation for offshore wind. So we have a separate support system, and again, CFD-like, but uh, to be awarded under, under separate, separate regulation. With CFDs longer than for uh, onshore renewables, uh, 25 years instead of 15 years, so even more favorable for, uh, for developers and for owners of the, um, uh, of the projects. Um, so we see really, um, really a potential of developing significant offshore wind capacity in the Polish Baltic. And as I mentioned before, the target of the Polish government um, is to have at least 10.9 gigawatts of, of offshore wind, and then translates both for the budget, if we can call it this, this, this way, for CFDs to be awarded to offshore projects, and also uh, that translated in an obligation um, uh, uh, enshrined in this, in this dedicated legislation, uh, an obligation for the grid operators to uh, to uh, uh, to basically uh, guarantee that they would be able to absorb up to 10.9, least 10.9 gigawatts of offshore wind into the Polish power grid. Well, that all sounds very positive. Um, it's not surprising that uh, you know we hear from many of the investors that we we work with that Poland is a jurisdiction that I mean they have been focusing on Poland, but it's also a jurisdiction that they will want to focus on going forward. So. Thank you very much for that um, summary. Um, COP26, any expectations in, in that regard from a Polish perspective? 
Well, I, w- I would say I would say that uh, to the extent to the extent uh, it will it would shape the future EU uh, climate policy um, uh, because of course the the, the 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 UN framework is also important for Poland, but. Uh, uh, it mostly affects Poland um, indirectly to the extent that it shapes um, uh, the European Union policy on climate change and on on on, on energy. I mean, I think that you know what has been always important for Poland, both in the discussions on the European Forum and on the UN Forum, is is, is fairness. So you know, to take into account both what we perceive. Uh, in our view, rightly, uh, a special position of Poland to come to our energy mix. We are still, you know, more than seventy percent um, reliable on coal, uh, and for Poland to meet um, twenty fifty CO two neutrality would would be a huge huge challenge, uh, much bigger one than uh, for many of the other advanced um, developed economies in Western Europe or uh, or outside of um, Europe. And, uh, you know, Poland has always been worried about issues like carbon leakage, for instance. So, you know, we would expect, you were talking about COP26 and the UN framework, you would expect also fairness uh, perceived more broadly than just within the uh, European framework. So, you know, being being protected against losing competitiveness of the European and, in particular, Polish economy. That's excellent. Thank you, Rafael. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. So thank you very much, Rafael, for taking part in our podcast series. Uh, It's been very insightful and I've learnt a lot about renewables in Poland. Um, For listeners, please keep an eye out for the next episode in our series on LinkedIn or on the Simmons & Simmons website and even on Spotify or Apple Music. Thanks very much. Bye.